Hey everyone, I'm Brooks, the co-host, producer, and CMO of the Me Show podcast. I want to welcome you to the show where we dive into hot topics about entertainment, news, and sports. Make sure you go follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at the Me Show. That is the M-E-S-H-E-A-U-X, and let us know how we're doing. Thank you for listening, and the takeover episode of the Me Show, without Me Show, starts now. everybody, Brooks here, and I am joined by Swirl and Sierra, and we are doing a takeover episode, Misho without Misho. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> so, how have you guys been doing with this whole, you know, second, I feel like we're in my second wave of quarantine is what I've been calling it, because I feel like it kind of died down, I got a little comfortable, went out a little bit more, and now I'm really back into hibernating. Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty rough. Um, we're still not really going out places. Um, I think the biggest thing or the hardest thing for me is like not being able to work out and not having any of the gyms open down here. Oh, I've completely uh, improvised. Like everything that I used to do mm-hmm. in a gym, I've made feasible in my bedroom. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Like, but I need weights and I have no weights and they're sold out, of course, everywhere. Oh, even online for you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like oh, I bought them early. Like when it was February, I was like, let me order some more free weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think like that. It's panicked and planning ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we got some from Misho's brother, but I've been doing all my workouts, like taking them in the house. So same thing. Like, yeah. And I was never a big at home workout person. I hated it. I love group. Ex- I'm all about group exercise classes. Um, but actually, weirdly, I've grown to love working out of the house to the point where even when quarantine is over, I might keep doing it. Um, you know, doing my dance fitness in the house, doing like Pilates, yoga, and then going for right. walks and stuff. I've weirdly been all about it. So that was a surprise win for me during quarantine. I love working out at home. Like, I feel like I've always liked a, a mixture of both. But like working at working out at home is ideal for me because if I know I'm about to struggle, I don't want to struggle in front of anybody else. It's rough for me. Like Swirl brought me to Orange Theory one time and I thought I was Yes, I was gonna bring that up. Die. Like it was awful. My whole body was like rejecting it. (laughs) I still wanna try it though. And but weirdly I actually think so before quarantine, I think I was a little too scared, but I actually think I've gotten stronger during quarantine doing some more like strength workouts at home. So now when this is all over, that's going to be, maybe that can be like our big reunion. In yes. Is I can have fun, finally try that. <laughs> yeah, and, I won't be and there And Swirl that. will come with us. She'll I, come with us again. No, It'll be great. It'll I'm going to opt out. <laughs> I might actually be in the best shape of my life right now, but I still might opt out. It's the treadmill that kills me. My knees don't like it. Mm, they weren't yeah. made for that see I miss the tread I don't run normally outside so that's been the hardest thing but probably the best thing for me so I will say with quarantine it has definitely made me get outside and run more which I appreciate 
Yeah. When you get an orthopedic surgeon, he will tell you to avoid a treadmill. That's what mine told me. Don't break your toe. I I was going to say running ever (laughs) since I turned 30 running has not been the thing for me. Something literally like the moment I turned 30, all my joints were like, nope, you're too old for this. You need to slow down to a walk. Oh God, don't tell me that. Like the morning that I turned 29, I sat up and like everything cracked. Like my back was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Over the threshold there. (laughs) So what have you guys been doing besides working out? I've been watching a lot of Netflix. I just got into Stranger Things and a lot of people were like, how are you? I know. I'm a little bit late to the Stranger Things party, but I'm a serial binger. So I really don't feel like I'm that far behind. I mean, maybe I am because it's- No, you are. Season three has like been over for a while, but I watched all of season one yesterday. Like, How do you like it? I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, so I'm like oh, halfway through, um, halfway through season two right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Stranger. So Misha loves Stranger Things, but I don't. That's not a show I ever really got into. I watched a couple seasons of it here and there. We binged. Gosh, it feels like another lifetime ago that this all started, and we were binging new shows. Like we did Ozark, we did Breaking Bad because we hadn't ever watched that. Um, mm-hmm. But now. Well, we're, we then after Breaking Bad, we started picking up Better Call Saul and we're kind of like trudging through that. But honestly, for me, it's just like I have found comfort in rewatching the same things that I always rewatch. I saw a, somebody shared a post with me recently that was like, um, I'm going to get the wording of this wrong, but you know, people who tend to be anxious crave the comfort of like rewatching like the same shows over and over again because it brings oh them like God. this sense of stability yes. and like normalcy. I love that. So no, I do that all the time. Kevin, uh, I, Kevin thinks I'm crazy when I do that. And yeah. he thinks it's so weird yeah, that yeah. I rewatch shows over and over and over again. I connected with that and I saw it as well. Um, it's funny, like if I'm ever watching anything that's like, I don't know, like really stressful or very action packed and there's like any type of incredible uncertainty, like if there's a hostage or whatever, like I will Google the answer if I'm watching it with my parents. Cause it just like freaks me out. Like I need to know what's going to happen. And my mom is like, why are you like this? Like you were kind of an anxious baby, but like, we thought you grew out of it. And I'm like, no, like life <laughs> oh right God. now is full of anxiety for me. You need to know how it's going to end. Like, even if you I do, yeah, actually that's like a really apt metaphor for this whole thing. Like, even if the ending is not what you wanted, like you know that it's, you know when it's going to end yes. and how it's going to end. And that really yeah. truly is comforting. <laughs> yeah. It's having a little bit of control because I feel like everything else is just up in the air. Yeah. So true. Do you guys think that with this whole COVID situation, well, it's a little different for you, Squirrel, but since we're up here in Northern Virginia, I feel like we could potentially go back a phase or two hopefully just like a phase, but. I mean, I think we will. I mean, I told you guys this before we started recording, you know, we just got the message that we're going to be online for school for the first semester. Yeah. So well, you guys that, are like a red zone state or whatever they're calling it, like North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that scares me. And I, I'm really scared that we're going to be pushed back into like phase one and everything is going to shut down again. And I'm really scared for that, but um, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Um, 
you know, but if I've learned anything, it's you think you know what's going to happen and then the opposite happens. So I'm just kind of like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next. I think to be honest, like even as the phases have changed, it hasn't really changed my lifestyle much. I'm pretty much chilling in the house, not going out a whole lot. And I think that's going to continue to be the, the move for me until this whole thing is over and done with. Yeah. I keep asking and my mom is driving me crazy because she's at the point where she's like, do you think we'll be able to travel again? Do you think we can go back to church? Like, when can we go shopping like for fun? And I'm like, lady, I don't know the answers to any of these questions. Like if I did, 2020 would probably already be a lot better. Um, But I'm at this point, I'm really hoping by 2021, we can just like move freely. Maybe by like spring. I don't need to go anywhere. January, February, March, like I'm cool. But by like mid spring, I'd like to be out and about. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. And I'm more afraid that they're going to like close down the amenities we have at our complex. Like they're going to shut down the pool again. Oh. And that would not be fun. Because I, I mean, that's where we that. spend the most of our time now. You know, right. I mean? so yeah. we're not going out to places. So it's a great area to be. So that would really stink if we move backwards. Yeah. Plus, I mean, 2020, we've got some pretty big events going on with our friend group. Before we get into those, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, you guys can share your announcements and what you have going on. All right, welcome back to the Me Show Takeover. You're here with Brooks, Swirl, and the fiance. All right, so Swirl, do you want to share with everybody your exciting news? Yes, absolutely. Um, I am finally engaged. Oh, and yeah. it took, you know, <laughs> a decade, literally a decade, so no big deal. Easy. But yes, Kevin finally proposed um, during my birthday celebration. So it was perfect. It was pretty great, actually. Yeah, it was definitely a fun day. I was lucky enough to be there. um, And surprise, surprise, I knew. And I was freaking out the entire morning. I thought you knew. Um, For anybody who doesn't know you super well, Swirl does not care if her nails are painted. Her nails are always clean. They look healthy and pristine, but there's never color on her nails. (laughs) So I walk into her house and her mom is painting her nails. And I'm mm. like, oh my God, the jig is up. Like who told her? <laughs> <laughs> We're riding out to the winery and I'm just like sitting in the car, trying not to like stare at her and smile and act like a total weirdo. I was like trying to be cool. So bad. Um, but no, it was an amazing day. And I'm glad that you were genuinely surprised because that I was, was the oh. biggest concern. I mean, honestly, that, that's like all that mattered to me is that I was really, really surprised because I, if I had known, I would have been like thinking about it the entire time. I would have been looking around for Kevin the whole time we were there. So I'm yeah. glad I didn't know. He pulled it off really well. I have to say, I'm really loving just like watching you as we're talking to like, you know, having that newly sort of engaged glow where you're like putting your hand to your face and it's just like, oh, my ring, my ring. It's so beautiful. It makes me so happy. Thank you. I know he did a great job picking it out. Pretty proud. Yeah, he did good. And we were lucky enough to be there for fiance and Michelle's engagement. (gasps) So that was pretty cool too. If I ever find someone, you know, hint, hint world, 
Um, I hope that both of you are there to celebrate with me. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't stop us. Yes, you won't have a choice. <laughs> I will find my way into that engagement. Somebody, please feel free to <laughs> Anyone, <marry> anyone? Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how has wedding planning been going? We will start with fiance first, and she has been doing it a bit longer than Swirl. Yeah, I mean, so it, we're coming up here on a year of being engaged, and I think we actually got really lucky. I know it's crazy, right? Um, we got really lucky because I think right from the jump, we knew that we wanted to wait two years after we got engaged to get married. You know, I'm from the West Coast. We knew we wanted to do the wedding out there and we knew that, you know, planning from across the country would take a little bit more time. Um, so it's been good. It's been, you know, kind of doing it in bits and pieces, um, found a venue, found um, a photographer that we're really excited about and a couple of other vendors. So we kind of got the big pieces um, checked off before quarantine started, you know, and it's obviously been nerve wracking kind of trying to think about, well, what's going to happen? Are we going to have to make um, changes or, you know, what's going to happen with that plan? But I think so far we're still feeling like pretty optimistic and kind of getting into some of those fun, smaller details, um, you know, now as we move into getting a little bit closer. Absolutely. And I feel like, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when you give yourself more time, it's just less stress in general. Oh, yeah. When you have something like a pandemic happen in the middle of your engagement, like nothing can derail it as much as that since of course nobody saw this coming um so you guys haven't had to change anything squirrel i know that you just started planning but what are you dealing with already due to the pandemic um honestly of course you know the the first thing we have to do is pick a date in a venue um and already looking at different places are already booked up for next fall because of coronavirus you know one of course fall time is a popular time for weddings so already that's right. not on her side and two with coronavirus everyone's pushing back their weddings so people that were having weddings this upcoming fall have been postponed till next fall so it's really eliminating a lot of the places that we liked um so that's been the the tough part um yeah. it's just really finding a good venue um you know not to mention the the lovely cost has been a nice um little shock let's just oh, say yeah, about how much um, weddings are and like the venue and food and alcohol and everything like that. Yeah. yeah that was so, something I was not prepared for. I think people tell you like, you know, we heard a couple of numbers um, when we got started and we're like, surely that won't be us. Um, and as we got started, we quickly realized we were not immune to um, the costs of the wedding. But yeah, there are just so many little costs that you just don't know that are there or you don't think about until you're actually planning the wedding, until you're diving deeper into it. And so, um, you know, another big issue for us is our guest list. That was how, scary. How, when we Give me like a ballpark. What is that kind of looking like? <clears throat> uh, 220 right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, what's that ratio like though? I know that you guys have a lot of like family that you're of course going to invite, but you guys both have very large individual friend groups yeah. and mutual friends. Yeah. And that's been kind of the problem. It's not even our family is that big, both sides of family wise. It's more of the family friends and friends for sure. That um, is huge. But there, I mean, we just wrote down everyone who we would think about inviting, of course. Um, but we're definitely going to have to chop that list down by 
quite a few. I bet. So I had three weddings that were scheduled between, let's see, the first one would have been, oh, what day is it? It would have been next week. Um, so between August and September, I had three. And they have, well, two, have pushed to 2021 on the exact same date. They were lucky enough to get their same date. Um, my boss is still getting married this September, fingers crossed. Um, but I mean, people that are still getting married are having to cut their guest list by like 50%. And to me, that would be like the hardest thing. Like, I don't even know if I would want to keep necessarily, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm obviously not engaged. I have no idea really how I would feel, but I can't imagine, you know, being not engaged right now with the craziness that I have going on in my head that I would be able to cut half of the people that I would want to be able to celebrate it with me. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I would hands down postpone hands down. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, when we've really, I, I don't know that I even have an answer. For, you know, people ask us a lot. Well, if you get to next year and you're not able to have your wedding, what are you going to do? And to be honest, I don't have an answer yet because I feel the same way. Um, but on, you know, on the other hand, we also are really looking forward to being married. We're excited to be right. husband and wife and all of that. So it's just, it's a really tough decision. And I think, you know, everyone has their own reasons for choosing to kind of go the route that they choose to go. And it's something that I'm simultaneously trying not to think about, but also being like, as we get closer, I probably need to start thinking of a contingency plan. I got um, like a mailer with my boss's invite that had like, oh, the hotel is very like COVID conscious and if nobody feels comfortable or like you don't feel comfortable please don't feel obligated to still come so I mean it was a nice little insert and I mean it didn't really you still get a plus one um I think so it was on my envelope (laughs) okay and so the funny thing about (laughs) this I don't know like if there's a real etiquette for filling this out like I did most of the coordinating for my sister's wedding. I've helped other friends plan their weddings. But like when you're sending back the card for just your general RSVP and then at the bottom it has like what you want to eat, do you put your plus one's initials if you don't know who your plus one is? Like how do you do that? So I put like, yes, I'll be there, my name, plus guest because that's what was on my envelope and then I just put my initials twice like give me the crab cake and the chicken I'll figure (laughs) out who's eating what if I find a date like that was my mindset for that I mean that makes sense though that's exactly what I would do yeah I'm trying to think I think it also depends on what the um like what style of meal it is right like if it's a plated dinner they need to know you know, like if they have the table settings and it's like, these people are going to be seated here. The servers need to know who to serve what to, as opposed to like, if, if it's a buffet, um, you know, and it's kind of just, oh, we need an approximate number of like what, um, we need for each entree or whatever. So I don't know, but then those are also things that you don't know as a guest, right. In advance. So I don't know that I would be down for a buffet right now. I would probably eat in my room beforehand. Like, I don't want to share food with strangers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I don't trust it. You know, sorry, Ruby Tuesday salad bar. <laughs> I think our 
days are behind us. Are those oh, yeah. still around? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been okay, to I, like, I don't even know where Ruby Tuesdays is. No, the last time I saw one, it was in Alabama, and that was like four years ago. Huh. <laughs> I was like, what's was another lifetime? What's a restaurant that has a buffet? For some reason, that's the first thing that came to mind. So yeah, there it is. Oh no, uh, Wegman's Hot Bar. Sorry, Wegman's Hot Bar. Yeah. Oh, I just got, um, I did an order for Wegmans and I might've only gotten like five things delivered, but I really wanted their crab cakes. Like I like their like little ready to eat crab cakes. Mm -hmm. Like you just put them in the oven for like yeah. 10 minutes and they're delicious and I needed when, them. <laughs> when I first moved here, it was like the gates of heaven opened to me when I walked into <laughs> my first Wegmans. It was yes. like, it's to the point where I, one time when my brother came to visit, I brought, I was like, I'm going to take you somewhere. And I brought him to the Wegmans and was like, welcome to one of the finest things this area has to offer. Oh my god, That's too funny. Oh, like, yeah, we're not going to like a like monument a or like a museum, nothing cultural. We're going to Wegmans. Wegmans. <laughs> it's the best. I'm glad that um, you guys have one down there. I don't know. Well, you're in Raleigh now, so I feel like you have... Yeah, a lot yeah. more. Oh, yes. We have Trader <laughs> Joe's. We have literally everything we could think of within five minutes. The Wegmans. I walked to this morning to get my creamer for my coffee because I was out. So that's how close we are. It's amazing. That's good. That is my You're dream to, to be able to walk to walk to like a grocery store. That's like when we we're, we're talking about buying a place eventually. And that's, I mean, location obviously is something, a big thing that couples have to compromise on when they're choosing a place to mm -hmm. live. And I'm like, I really would like to be able to walk somewhere to get a coffee. Like I don't have to walk to everything, but can I just walk somewhere? Like if I just need to get out and read my book and have a coffee, it's a dream. Yes. You guys have that, like, was, that was one thing around the corner to. from Panera. You've got. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Literally right there. We did frequent Panera for a long time, very often. You can imagine. One of my best friends lived above a giant and a Starbucks. Um, and we would like make dinner, just have like little girls nights. And we'd be like, oh, like we're out of wine. Like, let's just go downstairs four floors and like restock. And that was the best. Oh. You need that. Everybody needs that experience at least once. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I think that we have really covered all of our wedding COVID general nonsense topics. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Final thoughts? I'm just- Girls take over the best. Yeah. <laughs> Excited we got this opportunity um, to, you Absolutely. know, take over. <laughs> yeah. I was put on the spot um, a few days ago with Michaud and Keith and I was not happy. what they do? Well, like we had done our full show and then he was like, all right, now we're going to circle back. Do you guys have any final thoughts? And I was like, I got all of my thoughts out during the regular conversation. Time, yeah, right? I, I didn't have any other thoughts. <laughs> that was all of them. <laughs> no, but thank you guys so much for hanging out. I'm glad we did this and we will have to do it again. Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. All right. And with that, we are out. Woo!